Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. I remembered music this week. We're in a good mood. We got a singing. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Monday. It's Friday here. That's probably why I'm in a good mood. It's been a long fucking couple of weeks. Dude, this was a short week this week, and I felt like this week took like three years to end. Man, and like I've had every imaginable thing hit the fan this week at work. Like my computer died on me. Fucking shit was late. Like, I've just had a hectic week and then today was really quiet at work like I've, I've gotten like one email all day so I'm like I'm always so worried today. about those days because I feel like it's gonna blow up in your face on Monday oh it for sure yeah. will for sure but like I'm gonna not think about that for the rest of the weekend it's fine that's a Monday problem fine yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I have my work laptop open upstairs right now because my uh my network hates pictures for some reason and the time estimate that it's given me to transfer pictures from one file to another is two hours and 40 minutes i think you need um so i'm still technically working right now (laughs) so even though you're not i'm not but i had to send these pictures out today i told the person i would get them to them today i didn't tell them what time i just said today (laughs) whenever my computer decides to fucking figure it shit out it's just been like one of those weeks where like everything is and it's not even a hard task. I'm literally just sliding pictures over from one file to another. And it's just like, no, you can't do that. No. <laughs> too, you're asking way too much there, Holly. Fuck me, though. In other in other <laughs> good news, um, we hit 20,000 downloads. Wow. You what guys. the fuck, you guys? <laughs> I still remember our first 100 and being like, holy shit, like, this is huge. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> now we're at like 20K, which is absolutely unreal that's insane so thank you for sticking with us for this long um i still can't believe that you guys enjoy us we're just a couple of nutcases (laughs) we are some of our episodes are just like wild and i don't know how you guys put up with us especially (laughs) when we were like i remember one episode specifically i could not tell you what it was about but i ate an edible (laughs) (laughs) and it hit me way harder than i thought and like danielle and i were on the floor by the end of the episode just like (laughs) and you guys enjoy that so that's fine we appreciate that appreciate being it God. fucking weird with us yeah but yeah that that was the highlight of our week that was it we're trying to well at least i'm trying to be positive because i feel like we've been whining for like six weeks but like forgive us we live in ontario yeah we have to deal with doug ford so it's still 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 is it voting time yet? Can we vote them out? Like, something? I literally do not know how our own politics work, so I don't know when we, just want we get out. to vote them out. Um, I just hope that we can vote them out. It snowed Man, here just... today, you guys. So I was looking out my oh, window yeah. and it snowed. It's, next week is June. <laughs> it was fucking uh, like 36 Celsius the other day, which is very hot in Fahrenheit. Um it was like muggy and like a hot summer day and then today it's zero and snowing Snowing. yeah it's literally i just don't know what's happening anymore i don't know i'm convinced we live on a hellmouth um i would like to find buffy she needs to save us (laughs) yeah she needs to save us um oh my gosh i guess another good news for those of you who are like nerds like me there's a new uh sailor moon movie series thing coming to netflix in five days actually wait when are we listening to this on monday it's the 31st so that's one two three math is hard 
<laughs> no, I just counted the wrong date. Two days. In two days, there's a new Sailor Moon movie on Netflix that I'm very excited about. Yay. That's it. I used to watch Do Sailor Moon. Do you have any Moon, more good but... news? <laughs> no, I got nothing. I'm sorry. That's it. Danielle's just in her house. <laughs> yeah. Got... Still, still just chilling. I'm, I'm more miserable than life, so <laughs> I don't have anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I guess we'll just get spooky then. Yeah, let's get spooky. So, um, fuck Doug Ford and his stay-at-home order because I went and saw my parents. And um, my dad told me he needs more aliens in his life, so this one's for my dad. <laughs> he can stop yelling at me for it. And fuck Doug Ford. Yeah, Wait, Doug or Rob? Doug? Are we Doug? We're or Doug. Doug. Yeah, yeah. If anyone looks up Rob, everyone's gonna be like, "Wow, these people are insensitive." But like, oh my god, if you haven't looked up Rob Ford, please do because I feel like we've made fun of American politics enough in this podcast yeah. that we deserve some flack. So if you don't know who Rob Ford is, just do a quick Google search. It's great. Yeah, it's <laughs> Doug Ford's brother, and you'll probably get pictures of cocaine and yeah, strippers. And, uh, and yeah, but we're Ooh. insensitive because he's no he, longer. He, on he this lived world. a life. Yeah, so <laughs> he lived a good life. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, okay, so today we're going to talk about the abduction of Hillary Porter. Ooh. Aliens. Um, Aliens. Yeah, so Hillary is from the UK. So she claims to have been abducted by extraterrestrials multiple times. So fun oh. fact, when I was trying to type in that word, it took me like four tries to type it. And Stuart was just like, what word are you trying to type? And I'm like, <laughs> it, like autocorrect wouldn't even help me. You butchered it that bad. Yeah, it was brutal. Um so i use this word like i use the word multiple times like very loosely because like she has she has some some uh stories to tell so there is a quote in an article by the mirror uk um where hillary says and i quote i have been an alien abductee all my life i didn't choose this life <laughs> inspiration <laughs> laugh at her i didn't i didn't choose alien life yeah and life chose me <laughs> i literally i wrote in brackets this life chose me so. <laughs> she did not say that part but um she goes on to say i didn't ask for any of this but it's been happening for as long as i can remember i love this girl already um but she sounds like a damn fun time i, I wrote in the script i was like she could be bffs with my dad Oh my god, she should be BFF. Your dad would like talk to her till the fucking cows came home. Literally. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now Hillary recalls an encounter when she was only five. She was out in the fields by her childhood home, um, just playing in the long grass. So I'm picturing like a farm and I'm like envious of her. Yeah, already. Right. Uh, she said she was just playing and then there was a reptilian alien in front of her. She said it was had sca- or sorry, she said it had scaly skin hence like the reptilian features um a little mouth it was around five feet tall and it was like extremely strong so she knew this because it ended up grabbing her by the arms and dragging her towards this disc shaped aircraft it dragged her inside and the door closed when inside hillary noted the room had a bunch of like consoles and like colored lights and there was other little aliens walking around um (laughs) She was stripped down at five years old, um, and they strapped her to a bed. Now, Hillary said they had a sharp instrument and, like, were pressing it against her body. Um, And that's all she remembers, and she just remembers screaming, and she can't really remember anything further from Mm -hmm. that, which is, like, fucking traumatic at five years old. Yeah. Um, Now, Hillary doesn't think this was actually her first encounter, Um, just one of the ones, like, the first ones that she remembers. Apparently, when she was two, she would disappear from the garden out back. I assume she was, like, in, like, a playpen or something. Yeah. And her mom found her half a mile away. 
Oh my god. So could you imagine like these aliens are going around kidnapping children and then like putting them back but not putting them back where they fucking where they found, found them? them? <laughs> That's like, terrifying. Like what fucking dicks? Um so another incident happened in 1970 when Hillary was driving from a charity event. She was driving near Cardiff when she was abducted by another aircraft. This time it was more of like a hexagonal than a sphere. Mhm. Um, she's also stated that in 1974, um, she was in her kitchen and saw two orbs fly past her kitchen window. At the time, she was working for a top secret lab doing top secret things. Super sketchy. (laughs) And when she was in, um, when she went into work the next day, the building was basically on lockdown and like cordoned off. Oh. Yeah. Apparently a security guard had saw something and was taken away for evaluation um however that person never came back to work and wasn't heard from again oh so like what top secret company are you working for there hillary i can't believe she didn't spill the beans like she told us her entire alien life story but she's like i won't tell you where i work right like i feel like you could talk more about this like let us know girl yeah what the fuck happened um, in 1980, there was another window incident. Hillary had just put her daughter to bed and walked downstairs when she noticed someone or like something standing in, at the window. Hillary said the figure did like a stare down, like her and the figure did a stare down for a bit until the figure raised his hand. So Hillary did the same. I guess they were like waving at each <laughs> other, like howdy neighbor. <laughs> what if I would like- not. I would be running the other way. Yeah. And she didn't say it was an alien. She said it was, like, just a shadowy figure. So I feel like, like, what if you, like, live in the country? I'd be like, who the fuck are you at my window? Yeah, no, thank you. Why are you waving to me? Like, yeah, she's way too calm. Right? Way too calm. She, she said she, like, didn't feel like it was going to hurt her. Um, and she just, like, accepted the fact that it was there. And then that figure ended up stepping back and shot sideways and it was gone. Which Mm-mm. is, like, like... Even if that's not I an alien. I would have shot sideways and been gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have shot out the window and be like, get the fuck away from my window. <laughs> fuck you. Um, so according to Hillary, whenever she has these strange encounters, she always gets ill and has really bad migraines. She also gets random bruises and doesn't recall where she would have, like, gotten these bruises. She's also woken up in bloodstained clothes and bed sheets. Oh. Yeah. So either she's like actually being abducted or she's a sleepwalker killer. We haven't decided yet. Yeah. <laughs> Undetermined at this time. <laughs> Could you like, like what if you woke up just covered in blood? I feel like it's happened before. I think I've seen something where like someone's just like. Oh, I thought you actually, were no, going I'm to thinking... be like. I, one time I woke up covered in blood. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> um. I'm fairly certain it's happened before where someone's either like sleepwalked or been in some sort of like psychotic break yeah. where they're like, they don't know what they're doing. They're just like, holy shit. I can't imagine. Like, how do you like, I bet they're from back? Florida. They're oh probably God, on like bath so salts or something. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, <laughs> I love Florida. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was joking with Carl the other day. Uh, I went to Florida a few years ago. I went to Fort Lauderdale and like, I really enjoyed it. And, like, I kind of want to go to, like, real Florida. Like, Fort La- Fort Lauderdale is, like, resort Florida. I want to see, like, crazy Florida. I was like, what's real Florida? I'm like, isn't that Florida? I don't know. It's got to be somewhere else because Fort Lauderdale, there was no bath salts. There wasn't even an alligator. I didn't even see an alligator. Really? Yeah. I saw an iguana, but no alligator. But I would like to go back to Florida. I would like to see some crazy. <laughs> I'd want to go to Miami just because of beaches. Yeah. 
we were gonna do like a boat tour thing it went from fort lauderdale to miami but then i got strep throat so um, oh yeah and you had to pay a million dollars just to yeah, see a doctor like, guys it fucking cost me four hundred dollars to go to a walk-in clinic in i the don't US think they have a. like sympathy for you because most of our listeners are the like from the u.s and they're like <sighs> we deal with true. this every day that's true i fucking when i paid it i was like just so you know we don't do this where i'm from yeah. like <laughs> our shit's free <laughs> It was insane to me. I'm so sorry for you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I honestly just feel so bad. I couldn't imagine. Imagine if I was like like really sick. Like yeah, ew. like not everything here is covered under healthcare wise. But like if I go to yeah, a doctor, I seen... just go to the doctor and leave. yeah. We've only seen like a fraction. So like uh, some of my tests and stuff aren't covered. But the most I've had to pay is like eighty bucks. My vision test was 200 bucks. That's like, what kills me. That's the one thing under healthcare that's not covered is like a, an vision. eye test. I'm like, yeah. I didn't want to be born with shitty eyes, okay? I didn't ask for this. Yeah. <laughs> this life didn't... I didn't choose this life. <laughs> Hillary gets it. Just like our girl who we've uh, <laughs> we've strayed very far from. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went totally off topic. But it's a short one this week, so you're going to get some rants, and I'm not sorry Yeah, it's fine. It. Yeah. Um, so back to Hillary... Um, so she says her incidents have made her um, terrified to return to Wales for like decades. She said there's a stretch of road between Swansea and Cardiff. I probably butchered those. Yell at me, please. Um, and that she considers to be like an alien hotspot. So Hillary actually ended up like getting some braveness in her and went to wales in 2009 and she drove through this area hotspot and nothing happened so she's like cool i'm in the clear good to go um then she got home like to where she was staying and then she, apparently she was abducted by aliens from her bed so they were oh. like we're gonna make you think that this hotspot isn't a thing but then we're just gonna get you from her bed haha <laughs> bitch bastards like they're it's almost like they were watching her the whole time right you know what i mean yeah like she definitely has like a tracker like, they'd watch her. For I sure. wonder, like, so as soon as you said she was uh, abducted multiple times, I feel like they're, like, uh, like te- testing her specifically to see, like, the lifespan of a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, collecting evidence or whatever from childhood through adulthood. Like, you know how, like, scientists put, like, trackers on wolves in the, in the wild? Yeah. She's been tagged. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. We just figured it out. Yeah. Science. We got it covered. Um, <laughs> so... Hillary started looking for, like, other people in the same situations as her as she thought she was, like, at the time was suffering alone and it was, like, a lot to deal Mm -hmm. with. And that's when she met her partner, Ken. So, Ken runs the British Earth and Aerial Mysteries Society, or better known as BEAMS. um, Oh, my God. That's so funny because, like, beam me up. Yeah. Beam me up, Scotty. That's genius. Yep. Um, So, this led her to meet, like, other fellow abductees. Um, Beams is like an investigation study form that deals with like unexplained phenomenon and like paranormal. Uh, from what I gather, they have a website, but I can't fucking find it. So, <laughs> and I'm really good at like fun shit. Oh my god, did the FBI take him down? Maybe I don't know, or maybe they took themselves down, but like I couldn't find it. So if you heard of Beams or if Beams is listening, send me your website so I can check it out. Hook your girl up. Yeah. So Hillary is now an alien abduction counselor for Beams. I found her LinkedIn, just so we all know. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> she says she's been doing it for 30 years. It's on her LinkedIn account. 
oh my god yeah so like she offers like emotional support yeah basically she's that's that's really cool (laughs) she's also working on like a self-help manual for uh, like fellow abductees oh my god yeah it's crazy she's like doing the thing um so hillary's partner ken um who has said to he says that he had a message implanted into his brain by aliens and then was put back on earth to spread this message so i'm really stoked they got together and got married because they seem like the perfect alien couple that's that's my kind of love story it's a better love story than twilight (laughs) i would fight you on that one but (laughs) no i'm totally kidding (laughs) um so he says that there's like a hierarchy in terms of like these aliens so he states that there's like aliens that are like servants so they're like your everyday Mm -hmm. like normal alien that you would see like your little green martian but apparently they're gray (laughs) um he so there's ones that the ones that are like more reptilian um i'm just keep picturing like a fucking ninja turtle or something and i don't know why (laughs) Um, I'm picturing for, uh, you said reptilian, and I thought of, like, the dinosaur from Toy Story. Oh, my God, yes. Just the head on, like, a humanish body. It would be terrifying. (laughs) That's that's my alien vision right now. Can you imagine waking up to say, okay, Holly cannot have any more edibles. (laughs) I didn't have any today. (laughs) Yet. Yet. The day's not over. It's Friday. (laughs) Um, so the ones that are more like reptilian are quote unquote like higher beings and then there's one that's like a humanoid type so there's also like higher alien type apparently you can't see them like you can but like when you go to look at them their eyes are so shiny you can't actually visually look at them it's edward another twilight (laughs) joke (laughs) i'm gonna fucking roll (laughs) Now I'm just picturing a sparkly ninja turtle, just like <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I gotta stop making fun of your fucking aliens. <laughs> I'm really glad this one turned out to be the way it was because I wrote it and I'm like, it's really short because there's not much we can go based off of this, but it's hilarious and I need to include it. And you're making it ten times better, so I oh. appreciate you. I'm gonna like. I'm back into like drawing, so I'm gonna go and draw like oh, donatello my God. sparkly can you please i will use that as the fucking episode <laughs> work could you imagine <laughs> i'm dead oh serious. god oh, oh. i gotta pee already you guys she just like <laughs> laughed my bladder out <laughs> okay so back to hillary's story holly god <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay so you can't see them they're too fucking shiny and Apparently, they're just throwing messages in your head to distract you from, like, seeing them. So, my theory is that's what Ken saw. So, they Mm -hmm. put messages in his brain to, like, relay information. Yeah. This information that was in his head that he spread around says that... So, mostly females are abducted because of, like, fertility. And aliens are focusing on making hybrids. So, that's been their plan this whole time. Is they basically want to make a hybrid i wonder if there's a stat out there that shows like female versus male abduction rate yeah that would back that up oh god if if they're doing that why are they because i know of abduction stories with males maybe they want to see like how we procreate so they need oh my god this is wild yeah i don't want to why would you want to procreate with humans first of all we're awful yeah like (laughs) i'm pretty sure you can find a better species than us you're better off procreating with like a moose like <laughs> get your fuck off. moose are like 
at a least they're all, fun to look at you know a moose it's the first animal i thought of just anything that's not a human yeah fair that's fair it's gonna say a dog but dogs don't deserve that you know no, no they don't <laughs> but mooses do so yeah. <laughs> let's just create an army of moose aliens <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> so me and Holly have always had this thing where we're going to like have our own island and live away from everybody. Like it's only going to be us on the island. Yeah. So to protect that island, it's going to be moose we're gonna aliens. Have moose alien. <laughs> it works. Oh, it works. I see it now. Yeah. I see it now. Um, so Hillary has caught like flying orbs around her home on camera. Um, some say it's like normal aircraft, but like who really knows? Um, Hillary also used to work for the Ministry of Defense. She's basically Hogwarts at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, where she was an artist, like, draftsman. I'm not sure for what part of the Ministry of Defense, but that's what she did. So because of this, she's very artistic and has drawn a lot of photos and, like, pictures of her experiences with these aliens. Um, and she's actually pretty good. Like, the pictures are actually pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, she drew, like, that dark shadowy figure outside her window, raising its arm to say hello. Um, she has drawn her abduction when she was um, five years old being dragged in the field yeah they're all pretty interesting so i suggest going to look at them like they're they're done really well um she also wrote a book which i didn't read so i'm sure there's (laughs) lots of information on her stories (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it's great (laughs) (laughs) but i'm trash and i didn't have time to order the book in time so i apologize um, so it's called The Diaries and Recollections of Alien Abductee. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I'm adding it to my book list, though. Like, I'm going to read it. I have a book list, too. I, I've just been debating. I'm such, like, a diehard book person. Like, I want a physical book. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I books aren't cheap anymore. Yeah. And, like, what if I don't like it? And, like, you know? trees and trees so i downloaded um one of the apps i can't remember which one but i just haven't fully committed to it yet yeah because i'm like ugh. it should be easy but i'm just having an internal debate about it and yeah it shouldn't be this difficult to decide whether or not i want to use a reading app but it is okay <laughs> yeah no i agree i don't like reading online like i think like my vibe is like get into bed have a nice book have a cup of tea and go to bed and like yeah. read a book i like if i'm sitting there looking at my phone or like looking at my ipad to read i get a too book, distracted i'm gonna be up for the rest of the fucking night or i'll end up on like something else other than like a pinterest wormhole or something yeah. i'll like think something and be like oh let me go look at this and like yeah. i want to like sit and focus and i love i've always been a big book nerd i mean yeah. i've fallen off the bandwagon a little bit but like i have like a nice bookshelf and everything i just i don't know she don't want to buy a bunch of books. Carl suggested going to the library first and then deciding whether or not I want to buy. But yeah. um, it's kind of hard. You got to do curbside pickup at the fucking library. <laughs> then you don't know what you want. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I completely get that because I can't do that. Like I'm yeah. very, I don't look at my phone before bed because I will be up all night. I'm very one of those people. And also yeah. fuck phones. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't, I can't do that. Like I know people, I have, I'm friends with some girl and she does like the like she listens to the book but she listens Carl does that listens yeah. to it like the fast speed and i'm like girl i don't even know what the fuck they're saying i can't listen to it i'm i can't pay attention no. i don't like when people just talk to me <laughs> yeah please stop and also like what if you get like a like an old man like creepy voice like it does you has to suit the book <laughs> carl was reading uh percy jackson and it was like an older man doing it and he would like do the voices <laughs> so he's like trying to do like a teenage girl voice and i'm like stop 
<laughs> this is so weird. It was fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, we went off track we got again. Off again. <laughs> but that's that's Hillary Porter, the alien abductee. So if you have any problems like Hillary with aliens, definitely reach out to her because she has a support group. She's being a helpful boss ass bitch with. I love that. I think that's so right? cool. I didn't know that that was like a thing because like there's probably. I mean, alien abductions are probably one of the biggest, like, uh, questionable paranormal things. Like, there's not much evidence behind them, whereas exactly. ghosts, like, we've seen. You know what I mean? So, like, I can't imagine someone going to a therapist being like, I'm seeing aliens and that going well for them. Yeah. So, I think it's cool that they have their own special, uh, I know people hate this word, but safe place. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. And, like, some people are like, wow, she's crazy. And I'm like, she worked for the Ministry of Defense. <laughs> yeah she has she's functioning she knows what the fuck she's talking about she knows what the fuck is up yeah i know i go back and forth on aliens all the time like i fully believe but then it's like i don't know i don't believe we're alone definitely not there's got to be something else out there like there's no way there's that many planets yeah and like nothing lives on them and also with um like like the especially the u.s government basically saying that aliens exist now bro yeah did you see obama said something like uh he's like there's definitely things that i can't tell you about ufos yeah sketchy and i was like what like are you guys <laughs> telling us this now because now there's a threat and you're trying yeah, to like, are they like slowly without... leaking information yeah. like also oh we have Ugh. again everyone has to thank tom DeLong because he's the main reason why the u.s he, government yeah. was like yo there's and Blink-182 should let him back in. That's all I'm saying. No, Tom deserves better. <laughs> Tom deserves better. That's funny. Uh, this episode was funny, but now I'm like anxious about aliens, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, now we're all going to die from aliens. Let's get into some nice comforting murder. Yeah. Um, so if you're a fan of like the, the Seattle grunge slash punk scene in the 90s, you may be familiar with this case. Uh, today we're going to talk about the murder of Mia Zapata. Mia was a 27-year-old musician originally from Kentucky. Uh, She was the daughter of two TV executives and attended a prep school during her high school years. After graduation... After graduation, graduation, she enrolled at Antonock College in Ohio, where she was a liberal arts student. Uh, There, she met three friends named Andrew Kessler, Steve Moriarty, and Matt Dresner. In 1986, the group formed a band called The Gits. They got some buzz on the local campus scene, so in 1989, they decided to make the move to Seattle, where the grunge scene was just sort of at the very start of the big boom. Um... Mia's father described her as, quote, living in two worlds. So her family was, like, super wealthy. Like I said, she went to, like, a prep school. Mm-hmm. Um, they had access to, like, tennis courts. Like, he listed off all of the activities that she did. And I was like, shit, I'm poor. Um, shit, I'm poor. That's, that's so- the conclusion we came to. <laughs> Fuck, I'm <Yeah>. poor. <laughs> so she was, uh, she was very privileged. But she always wanted to sort of experience the other side of life. So Being she grew poor? up with, like, yeah literally so she grew up with like all of these material things but then uh she wanted to live life without them so when she began her when she began her music career she didn't accept any handouts and she was often left living the life of your average rock star so like couch surfing and eating mr noodles um she was described as having a quote rejection of financial comfort um like some people are like wow that's so cool but also like imagine having the privilege to just decide you want to be poor yeah instead of just like being poor (laughs) that i don't know that one rubbed me weird but uh, a lot of people liked that about her so her general attitude 
and uh, being one of the only women in the scene at the time catapulted them to the forefront of the early grunge movement. Uh, Mia was popular amongst local feminist groups and the band had the musical chops to back their message up. So they embarked on their first international tour in 1990 with the support of a record label behind them. They released their first full-length album titled Frenching the Bully in 1992. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for that. Um, the album was a hit and the buzz around the gets kept growing. They recorded a second album, did not release it yet, but it was like in the process of, I've, I think they had just finished recording. Okay. Um, and they began plotting out a European tour. Uh, they were having meetings with several record labels who were like, uh, like arguing over them. Essentially they were like going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately none of that happened. Um, on the night of July 6th, 1993, Mia met some friends at her favorite Seattle bar, the Comet Tavern, which definitely sounds like a place I would go to. It sounds um, like really like a lot of fun, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> she arrived at the bar around 10 p.m., uh, had a few drinks with friends, and then left to visit another friend at a rehearsal studio nearby. She allegedly left the studio at 2 a.m. and told her friend that she was taking a cab home. Just an hour later, at 3 a.m. on July 7th, Mia's body was found lying in a, quote, Christ-like position just a couple miles away from the Comet Tavern, just, like, laying on the street. There was no attempt to conceal the body at all. They just threw her on the street. Um, And obviously, like, positioned in that way for a reason. Yes. um, So there's no, um, at least that I found, there was no religious meaning behind it, but I do mention the position uh later on i like that you caught that that was like a that was a criminal minds thing there i did um, <laughs> actually i think i have a criminal minds joke later too damn i just ruined my own joke oh no we'll <laughs> edit it out <laughs> um so yeah uh, autopsy would reveal that she was sexually assaulted beaten and strangled to death um i later read uh in a blog which was not a confirmed article just a blog that she was strangled with like the strings on her own sweater oh my god which was like I don't know. That made me really sad to think about. So I just had to make everyone else sad. Thank um, you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so witnesses reported hearing a woman scream around the time Mia uh, allegedly left the studio, but no suspect was seen in the area. The police had some leads based on tips from Mia's friends who told cops that Mia was known to take cabs around the city and that she was really friendly with some of the cabbies. So like she knew most of them by name and they knew her like they were all kind of like a friend group. Mm-hmm. Um the first theory was that perhaps a cabbie picked her up on that night and it just kind of went south from there. However, none of the regular cabbies picked her up that night and there was no record of her taking like another, um, not brand, another company, a cab. Okay. So as far as we know, she did not get a cab home at 2 a.m. as she allegedly was told to have done. Okay. Um, another theory was that a crazed fan was stalking her around town that night and attacked when she was alone. But that theory was debunked as well. Um, the third theory was that Mia just never left the studio that night. Uh, she was killed inside and discarded onto the street afterwards. Um, so the day after her murder, a friend went to the studio and found uh, the Gits demo tape, so their second album, and Mia's microphone still at the studio. Apparently, Mia was known to have this microphone on her at all times always for some reason. Uh, so the friend found it odd that she would have left it behind. It made no sense if she always had it on her person. Yeah. So the friend suggested to... To police, 
that she was attacked while she was inside the studio. Uh, so the friend believed that the killer knew Mia, saying that the lack of facial wounds and the, the careful placement of the body indicated care was taken in the killing. And here's my criminal minds joke. I said, okay, criminal minds. Um, <laughs> Insert criminal minds joke here. But lying them, especially in a position like she she was in a, quote, Christ-like pose, so her arms were extended. Um, that's usually when someone do that does that it's like a, a sympathy thing like they relate it to religion and so it's like peaceful or whatever oh really so uh what's that i said oh really yeah because it's it's it makes sense but like i did i didn't think of that yeah, yeah. criminal minds bro yeah <laughs> So uh, the police challenged this theory because they believe the killer was a stranger and uh, that this attack was random and unprovoked. Um, they thought that because of like the the violence involved in it, like there was uh, there so there were no wounds on her face. That was a fair point by the friend, but she had like bite wounds all over her body, and it was just like like she was very bruised from like the neck down and everything. Yeah. So it was like a they don't think someone that knew her would attack her so brutally. Okay. Um. That's all the evidence they had, though, was just the hunch. Um, so with a little evidence, no confirmed crime scene, and no reputable witnesses, the case went cold pretty quickly. Uh, remaining members of the Gits decided to take members, or wow, to take matters into their own hands and hired a private investigator. Um, so this investigator discovered that there was a possible alternate route that Mia could have taken home that night. Uh, so this route led to like a quiet ravine and went the opposite way that her friends thought she went. Um, so this ravine was pretty much like prime murder real estate. It was quiet. It was deserted. There were apartments on like the outskirts of it. But other than that, like unless you were looking in it, no one could see you kind of thing. Yeah. Like um, the perfect spot exactly uh better yet one of the witnesses who recalled hearing a shriek that night lived right by the ravine in one of those apartments i mentioned he said the sound was so close and so frightening that he ran down from his apartment to see who needed help but no one was there when he got outside that gave me like um, shivers like oh, yeah couldn't imagine um, the private investigator believed that the ravine was the crime scene but unfortunately that lead only took them that far as it was never confirmed uh so the case was still cold and the gits began to run a fundraising campaign to help support the cost of the investigation and to bring awareness to the case uh they played shows in seattle with artists such as kurt cobain and joan jett filling in on the vocals for mia oh wow um Awesome. Joan Jett even recorded a charity album with the band in 1995 under the name Evil Stig. The album consisted of Joan doing vocals on the Gits' previously recorded material, as well as some of her own stuff. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I'm a, I'm a huge music history nerd, so this case was like really fun for me. I was going to say, um, this is like right up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> also, I fucking love Joan Jett. <laughs> yeah i thought it, i didn't know that i didn't know about this case at all so seeing that like she was involved and uh like kurt cobain sang with the band and stuff i'm like how did i not know of this band before yeah. like i feel uneducated um unfortunately uh the case remained cold no matter no matter how many efforts were made by the band um until 2001 because dna and i promise i'm not searching out these kind of cases they just keep coming yeah. to me <laughs> um at the time of the murder investigators swabbed one of the bite wounds found on mia's body for dna as we know dna technology was not prime in 1993 when she was murdered so this didn't really lead anywhere at the time um in 2001 forensics were able to run a test on the dna to create a profile they ran this profile through codis which is the national database and in 2002 they found a match 
Their suspect was a 48-year-old man named Jesus Mekiza, whose DNA was only recently uploaded into CODIS that year when he was arrested on a felony burglary charge. What are the chances? What are the odds? That's insane. As police predicted, he had no idea who Mia was, and it was, in fact, a random attack. Um, In January 2003... Oh, fuck, I scrolled too far. Pardon me. Um, In January 2003, Jesus was arrested in Miami and charged with Mia's murder. Jesus had been living in Florida for some time. Uh, He had come there actually illegally after he was deported back to Cuba for a string of sexual assault charges. He had been connected to an indecent exposure and an attempted kidnapping in the area Mia was killed just one week after the murder. Oh, Uh, shit. Yeah. At the time of Mia's murder, Jesus lived just three blocks away from where her body was found. So prosecutors believe that on the night of the murder, Jesus was driving the Seattle, driving the Seattle, driving around the Seattle area when he saw Mia walking alone and she was kind of the perfect target. Uh, They alleged that he kidnapped her, forced her into the vehicle and drove her to a deserted location, possibly said ravine. Um, He carried out his crimes, put her body back into the car and then dumped her on the street. Um, Jesus was extradited. I think that's how you say that. Oh, that shit. Is, yeah. um, to Washington to stand trial. Um, in March of 2004, he was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to 36 years in prison. In why 36 some strange- years? Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Um, in some strange twist, his conviction was overturned in 2005 due to this thing called the Blakely decision. So this decision thing states that uh, sentences with harsher than standard punishments need to have evidence to present to a jury to prove it deserves the extreme sentence. So the standard sentence for first degree murder um, in in Washington, at least, or wherever they are, was 18 to 28 years. And Jesus was sentenced to 36. So because it was so extreme, they put his case back into the courts where the persecution had to prove that he deserved the 36 years, basically. He killed um, somebody. He deserved the 36 years yeah um so their their argument was that mia herself was an exceptional person therefore her killer should be an exception to the rules as well which eh, like i didn't that's their argument it's kind of weak like oh she's a famous singer so we'll up his charges yeah. like that's the kind of vibe it got i felt like they could have done better she was a human um, being and deserves to be alive yeah like they also alleged that the the manner of the murder was really heartless. Uh, like I said, there was bite marks all over. They just uh, they tried to make him look like he was inhumane and deserved to be punished more than the average killer. I guess. Okay. Um, Jesus ended up agreeing with the persecution, and he waived his right to a jury uh, to deliberate in this new hearing. This move was a shock to his legal team, who had no idea that Jesus was planning this. They were hoping just to get him a lesser sentence. Um, but because he waived his right to a trial, King County Superior Court Judge Sharon Armstrong once again sentenced him to 36 years in prison for the murder of Mia Zapata. Uh, I'm glad tax died money in- went towards that. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, Jesus died in prison on May 23rd, 2021. So just a few days ago at the age of 66. Holy shit. Um, like literally a few days ago. Yeah. Just a few days ago. That's why I did this case. I saw that he died and I was like, who's this guy? And then it just kind of, yeah, snowballed. Who are you? Um, <laughs> yeah. So this episode was going to end here, but I found some interesting comments on a blog post that I wanted to share with everyone. These comments have not been fact-checked and are taken from a post on www.unsolved.com. 
uh, the comments come from a, a user named Leah Nich- Nichols. So Leah claims to be a friend slash girlfriend slash bandmate of Mia's. She says she was Mia's understudy and that she was in training to take over for the vocals in the gits as Mia was actually planning to leave to focus on side projects. Um, she claims that another member of one of the side projects was a woman named Maria. Uh, she claims that she was involved in Mia's murder alongside Jesus. So her comments don't have the best spelling and grammar. So I'm going to try to like read and interpret as we go. So this is now the comment from Leah Nichols. Quote, the truth is more twisted and shocking to all who took any interest in what happened on that last night of her life. I was her understudy and best friend. Her idea was to have me sing her vocalist fill of harmonic melodies she had to abandon with good reasons. Uh, the gits were her first priority. Okay. Uh, I don't quite know what that means. Um, the music was not the same without her presence. So she chose myself as her understudy to stand in in her place. Um, I'm going to skip a little bit, but she's just basically saying like, um, she was preparing to take over for the band and people knew about it. Um, this was happening in the spring and summer of 1993 when Leah was 19 years old. Um, the last place Mia was before she was dragged away screaming was at her friend's house, north side of Capitol Hill Water Reservoir. This is that ravine that I was talking about. So Leah claims that she was just north of this ravine, and that was the last place she was actually seen alive, not the studio. Okay. Um, so this so-called friend was not only in our band with us and sang alongside as the trio Hell's Bells. This was one of the side projects called Hell's Bells. Um, she was also heroin dealing uh and was the cowards something about lies from her lips um blah blah blah. sorry i'm just skimming because not a lot of this makes sense um so the cover-up truth in facts maria smokescreened selfish (laughs) she was really mad selfish coward without morals the last hour mia was seen alive so she's basically saying um Mia was with this person who was a selfish coward in the last hours that she was alive and this person was Maria um skipping skipping I know a Cuban man who knew her killer in Cuba. He told me that Jesus M was the biggest heroin dealer in the town they were both from. Um, and shocking to all who knew him in Cuba. Common fact and points I'm making to this case. Uh, they have a heroin connection to both uh, M- Maria and the killer. Um, and they believe that they were involved in Mia's death. So to try to sum that up, (laughs) Leah made several comments all like this, where she just kind of threw out words like heroin and like names and stuff like this. And I've pieced it together. And she's alleging that Maria helped Jesus kill Mia over a heroin deal gone bad. Um, Leah claims that other members of the band knew about this and covered it up because they didn't want the public to know that Mia was planning to quit the band. So take that as you will. We know at least one of the killers is behind bars, but could there be another one still out there? This person, hmm. Leah, was commenting as recently as 2000 and actually, do you know what? I'm pretty sure she commented the day the guy died, um, being like, this isn't the only one, blah, blah, blah. So like, she's really pushing that this Maria person was involved in the murder as well. That is crazy. Yeah. So she, yeah. So it allegedly was not a random attack, allegedly. But just a drug deal gone bad, pretty much. Yeah yeah interesting so i found that sorry i moved i found that at like the very end of my research and i was like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like, 
But if you go to that, um, the blog post, uh, if you just type in like unsolved.com Mia Zapata, you'll find the blog post and you could read all of these comments. There's so many of them. Like she just sits there and comments like once a year being like, this isn't over. Yeah. That's so, not, yeah, that was, that was that. That's also really sad. Yeah. That's, uh, and fun fact she was 27 at the time of her murder so she is technically a member of the infamous 27 i was club. gonna say the 27 club yeah um that's one of my like favorite things to learn or like read about is the 27 club i don't know why um it just is because it's just so one thought, big big coincidence but like is it a coincidence is it um but yeah i'm a huge music history nerd fun fact i actually was in school for music business management i don't know if i've ever talked about that and I took, like, a huge, like, history of pop music course. So this was really, really fun for me. I like this one. I know. This was, like, right down your alley. Yeah. I can tell. She's there's been actually, giddy this um, whole time. She's been... Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm in a good mood today. Um, there's another podcast. I'm going to fuck up their name. But if it's, it's like, crime and music or something where their whole shtick is, like, crime and music. So, like, murders committed by musicians or, like, musicians who were murdered like yeah that kind of thing i haven't listened to them yet but i was really jealous that they thought of that before me <laughs> <laughs> you're like i envy them yeah <laughs> so if you could find them based on my shitty description check them out <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> that is crazy but like also yeah. was he convicted um under like u.s law or did he have to go like get sent back to Cu- like cuba because he wasn't technically a citizen. I couldn't find anything on that. That's... I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he know. can, like, stand trial, but, like... If you're extradited, state... though, doesn't that mean you're, like, pulled out of your country? Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're fucked? Like, zoink. <laughs> like, zoink yeah, I, now, bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not smart enough for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's why I'm asking the questions, because I also have no idea. <laughs> no idea but yeah that just uh that just popped up and i was like shit i have to do that so this week was very easy for me i enjoyed this one yeah i like that one i mean i don't like it but like it's interesting yeah it's interesting i i'm so glad someone else uh someone commented on one of our posts i think it was last week where we were like wow we hope you know what you mean when we say like we're having fun someone was like no i totally get this like thank yeah. you thank you for getting us <laughs> i promise we're not fucked up we're just bad at saying things. we appreciate it um <laughs> But if you want to come chat about this case, I also forgot to mention something about my case. Um, Hillary does have an implant in her ear. I forgot to mention that because that's trash. She, she didn't know about. She knows about like she or like she didn't have like like she didn't put in herself. Yeah, kind no. of thing. Like she. Whoa. And her doctor says it's just like wax. But then her husband has like this little detection device, and when you put it up to her ear, it beeps saying that there's like something in her ear. Whoa. i forgot to mention that so she, she also is being tracked so if you want to come talk about um aliens that like to track you and steal your women so hide your kids hide your wife <laughs> or we can chat Bro. about music and holly will love that so much make her week make Just my week chat about music um wow did you hear that that crackle i, did. I thought your phone crackled that <laughs> was my throat amazing terrible it's all the snow um you can come find us on instagram it's a spooky hour podcast you can find us on twitter at spooky hour and you can email us the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com that's it that's it and we like to confuse people because sometimes we're a spooky hour podcast and sometimes we're the spooky hour podcast we like to keep you on your toes to be honest 
they just uh, a lot of accounts had names stolen so we just made it work yeah that's it. i think officially like on like spotify and shit we're like the, the I, I, I think god i don't even know i yeah i don't know <laughs> just why do you guys like us yeah have a great week okay, stay spooky <laughs> stay spooky <laughs>